How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay. So you sit down to watch the DVD of one of your favorite shows, Columbo, and there's a special on there. And it says, America's Best Sleuths. And you're like, oh, I'm into this. I like sleuths. So you start to watch. And number 10 is Sherlock Holmes. And you're like, oh, my God. If number 10 is Sherlock Holmes, I can't imagine how good these are going to get as we go up. Because Sherlock Holmes kind of set the, set the template. Then you get to number six, and it's Jessica Fletcher. And you're like, wow. They really didn't save the big ones for last. And honestly, this is a Columbo DVD. So long, Columbo's got to be first. But it's not. Columbo is number two. They even throw Jerry Orbach in there. He was a cop. Cops are not necessarily sleuths, especially in a show like Law and Order where they do all their work in the first half. Rockford is also in the top 10. But you will not believe the number one sleuth as rated by Sleuth TV in their TV special in the 90s. This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Sleuth.com. Sleuth TV? Yeah, there used to be, there was a channel, it was very brief, where, and I think it was NBC, uh, because they had they had things like uh, or Universal, they had things like Homicide, and they had other shows. So none of the Homicide detectives made the top ten sleuths, but that's okay. Um, I will say number one is my thing I'm most annoyed about, but number six is Jessica Fletcher, and number five, oh man, number five is Quincy MD. What? Huh? No one even remembers Quincy. No. No. Also, um, this is American Sleuths, right? Why is Sherlock Holmes on there? That was going to be my question. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because he has like, shown mean, up in American television. Yeah. So I think it was less like a, when they say America. I don't think they were trying to say American characters. I'm trying to think. Yeah, of they weren't trying to like use the word as, it, as what it means. 
Right. No, I th- well, I think they were about like on American television. Right. Okay. So, so like there was Sherlock, no like yeah. yeah there was, it was not this is not a global list. There there really weren't any British shows. It was like American television, which again ninety gotcha. had problems. But the number one problem was the number one sleuth. Oh yeah, who is this number one sleuth? Magnum P. What? Wow. Wow. What? He's not even really a sleuth. No, he just gets into shenanigans. <sighs> I mean, and shes shoot 'em ups. Yeah. Are you about to defend him, Colin? It's okay. No, no, to. no. I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm very disappointed. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> I'm sorry to throw this at you guys. I just. It really like. I watched it on double speed because I didn't really. I wasn't really interested in what the talking heads had to say. I just wanted to know what the rankings were. Uh huh. But there's no way to justify Jessica Fletcher below Quincy, MD. No one even remembers Quincy. I'm yeah, look- did- I-, I looked up Quincy and like I don't even remember this being he- a thing. Now it was the 70s right. and he was a medical examiner who also got laid a lot. I don't know. I think that after Odd Couple, um, that actor got to like decide what his next thing was. And so he's like, what if I was a medical examiner who got laid a lot? because like it's not i mean it's not a horrible show but like it uh, the rankings are just off if and honestly how can you on a colombo dvd put in this special and colombo's not even number one well i know and what what year did this list get compiled sometime in the 90s because law and order existed yeah and there were clips from homicide and we didn't get did Dr. Mark Sloan uh, make the top 10 anywhere in there? Dr. Uh, Mark Sloan from ER? No, uh, from Diagnosis Murder, uh, as oh. portrayed by Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, my grandparents <laughs> love that show. Loved um, it. No, as but he would have fit it. Where would you have ranked him, Colin? Uh, behind Jessica Fletcher and behind <laughs> Columbo, <laughs> for sure. I mean, he'd be like eight, right? Yeah, give him eight or nine. He would fit so comfortably there. Well, and honestly, I think that it's weird that you're right. Sherlock Holmes doesn't belong there because they say America. But then also, how can you ignore, like, even Miss Marple? Like, how can you ignore the crazy. the yeah. sleuths, sleuths that came before? How can you ignore <laughs> Poirot? Like, what do yeah. you... I, I, I just... And Rockford is in there, and I guess he's sleuthy. He's, he's sleuthier than Magnum, even though they're both private investigators by trade, but... I just, yeah, it was, it was, I was thrown. I mean, I get that people like Magnum. He's charming. He wears yeah. short shorts. He wears a baseball cap. He's got a British sidekick. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, all, all positives. I'm sorry to uh, steer us back to this, but is, is Mark Sloan also the name of a character on Grey's Anatomy? Oh, that would be a very fun Mark, nod. Okay, there is a character... Mark something. I think it's Dr. Mark Sloan. I think you're Sloan. right. It, Dr. Mark AKA, Sloan. He's Mr. Mc- yeah, McSteamy. McSteamy. Yeah. That's McSteamy's name? That is very fun. So wait a minute. Are they the same character? Wait, are you yes. guys thinking of Mc- McDreamy? No, 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 no. No, McDreamy is Patrick Dempsey, whose oh, right, right, name right. is right, 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 something, uh, Derek Shepard. We're talking McSteamy here. McSteamy. McSteamy in the, because, okay, McDreamy, he had a wife. Things were not going that well. He had a best friend who was McSteamy. 
He comes home one day. His wife and McSteamy are having sex. What? So he oh. leaves. He doesn't even talk to his wife. He moves across <laughs> the country. What? He meets an intern. He starts fucking the intern. And then <gasps> one day, in the end of the first season, intern and he are going out to dinner. And wife shows up and is like, hi, you must be the intern who's been fucking my husband. <gasps> season Stop. ending. Cliffhanger. How <gasps> dare they? Oh, my God. And then Steamy shows up and is like, hey, wife, I want to be with you. I'm in love with you. And she's like, I I was just using you for sex. Like, don't make it a whole thing. And that's Dr. Mark Sloan. Wow. And I think there was a Mark, Dr. Mark Green on ER. That's who I was thinking of earlier. Just... Oh, yes. Yeah. If anyone is like, did you make... Are you crazy? So, I mean, is Um, it possible that McSteamy, like, grows old and then travels through time and becomes the Dick Van Dyke character? In the past, yeah, well, or we just I mean, look at these shows in a timeless uh, reality where McSteamy is just young Doctor Mark. Sloan. I think that's that's. I that's think good. that sounds lovely, except I think we're seeing who quit Grey's Anatomy at a certain point because there was a plane crash, <gasps> and oh, yeah. while Doctor Mark Sloan did survive the plane crash, even though his soulmate died underneath a plane, it was very sad. They had a conversation to say like, you know, goodbye and I love you. Oh, my goodness. But he only lived for another few months in the hospital before he also succumbed to his injuries from the plane crash. <gasps> or so you think, but he was really faking death so he could start a new life as uh, the other I one. I love it. <laughs> I do love the idea, though, of the diagnosis murder being set in like 2040, but we don't know it. <laughs> like somehow that hospital has not gotten any updates <laughs> in 50 years to anything. Uh, high definition cameras are a thing of the past. Apparently yes. we're back to four by three. Yeah, I love it. It can be set in the future and still made in the past. I don't think we have to believe. <laughs> I don't follow the logic. <laughs> Guys, please don't fight. Oh, <laughs> All right, we're talking fight ships, fists and ships is what we're calling this episode. Because now this is uh, maybe a little bit of a, a A to C kind of connection here, um, because we're doing this because the movie The Fight is out today, and The Fight is about the ACLU uh, fighting the Trump administration on <laughs> on them rolling back <laughs> our various rights. Um, so it's not really about like a fist fight. <laughs> something i did not realize when i when i was like yeah call him good <laughs> you know what i found and and i love it uh and maybe this is a uh, part of our new dystopian uh dystopian reality uh sometimes you can just say things and totally get away with it yeah, <laughs> a group of can. people will be like oh yeah fist and chips that makes sense yep i mean fist and yeah, chips is perfect. great that's I'm really sad good. that it took really us good. this mm-hmm. far into our show same yeah. day shipping to get to fist and chips uh yeah, yeah I was I'm I was really here. proud of the pun. Um have you guys uh seen the trailer for this uh ACLU movie? It looks great. Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah, it does look pretty good. It won best US documentary at Sundance, I believe. Oh. Really? It it's the kind of shit that makes me good like even though we're living in like a nightmare hellscape where I'm like, yes, there are fucking people are doing like the good work and like this isn't going to kill all of us. Like some of us will make it through and like things will get maybe a little bit better. I don't know. It made me feel good. Good. Yeah. I like knowing people are fighting the good fight. Yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. easy to forget that. Mm-hmm. 
You know who else is fighting the good fight? Who? Sasha Banks and Bailey of the WWE. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's my that's my fist and chips of the week. Uh so Sasha Banks is the legit boss and she's a former um SmackDown uh women's champion. Bailey is the current SmackDown women's champion and uh they are as a team the holders of the SmackDown um what do you call it tag team championship. Mhm. And they are two best friends. They're like across all platforms. So they're like really big in SmackDown, obviously. But Sasha Banks is huge in NXT, which is like another uh, program that they have in the WWE umbrella. And they've been together for like six years at this point. So like they've been tag team partners for a while. But I love like everything about how they play their friendship because Bailey's thing was hugonomics um, where she was like one of the very super positive, like kind of taking on like the John Cena role, like really being inspirational for young girls. And then, like I said, Sasha uh, is the legit boss. So she's like a strong, positive role model. But what happens in the WWE when you get too successful and you get too powerful you have to start bending the rules a little. Long to, enough to see yourself become a uh, villain. Exactly. They lived long enough to see themselves become villains. And so they had a great heel turn. And now basically all they do is show up to each other's matches and help the other one cheat. And it's so fun. <laughs> no. Like, I was watching NXT this week and uh, Sasha Banks uh, had a bout and Bailey was there, of course, ringside. And at one point, Sasha Banks was about to take a uh, a superplex off the top rope, but Bailey started honking a car horn in a nearby Dodge Viper long enough to distract them, <laughs> so Sasha could escape. You know, it, it's, it's all great stuff like that. But I have been seeing a nearby Dodge Viper. Yeah, it was a cross promotion. Yeah, it was just like nearby. <laughs> like when you can't have an audience, it's like let's park cars around. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So cool. then we can make some money that way. I think is the that's the smart. Do it all like a drive-in movie. Yeah, yes, but it was yeah. unoccupied. Although yeah, that would be it would yeah, be but, not you can't socially distance in a car when somebody's going to no. come use your horn to yeah. save your friend. <laughs> You have to dive into the backseat as Bailey reaches her arm through the window. <laughs> um, but they've been, in my opinion, uh, coded as lovers so strongly okay. for years. Like, I, I believe it. In real life, Sasha is married to a man. But, you know, whatever, man. It's the fucking new millennium. Like, I, I, that doesn't bother me. Are I there openly the gay wrestlers? Not as part of a storyline. Okay. Yeah. So that I want this to be like a huge, like queer flag in the WWE as part of the story. Sasha Banks and Bailey come out as life partners and maintain their somewhat mischievous kind of road to defending their title, you know, and just like 
and like upping the drama every time one of them gets attacked by another character. It's like my love. Right. Yeah, I love that I love too. It. I love that for them. Um, Colin, I have I a question. Uh, you used a phrase uh, a couple times, and I want to know if it's like an actual part of like wrestling lingo. You said the legit boss. Mm-hmm. Is that? Like an official thing, or just, was that just you saying legit boss a couple times? Oh, no, no, no. That's like her uh, nickname. It's part of her branding. Mm. You know, like uh, Undertaker is the Phenom, or uh, Randy Orton's the Apex Predator, and she like puts it on all their merch and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, she wears these really cool got it, got uh, legit boss rings that like go across her fingers. Wait, wait, wait. So does her thumb have a letter? No, no, no. So it's like... Um, Brass knuckles. Oh, so it's not one letter per. I yeah. Think. Right. I was thinking like the love and hate. Uh-huh. Usually it's four letters. It's not usually five. Right. Okay. Right. Cool. Thank cool. you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, it's just been, we've been really <laughs> watching a lot of wrestling lately. And... It's, uh, it's interesting that like <laughs> wrestling is a little bit of a blind spot for us on the show. Like uh, obviously, Colin, you're, you're watching it, but like it's not really anything that like I get into. Mm hmm. Um, so it's, it's cool. Thank you for bringing it up. I'm, uh, that I'm, I, that makes me happy. I don't really know why, but it does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really fun. Yeah. And I feel like wrestling is something that like, if we, uh, if we tried it, we would like it mm-hmm. because like, it's very soapy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like, I like all the drama. Tons of drama. Um, so it's something that I've been like wanting to get more into. Yeah, you should. Um, like really it started like, it's one of those things I watched like through my childhood, a little bit but it mm-hmm. wasn't really allowed uh in my house but since we did the lockdown uh you know we got the subscription to the streaming service and that has like all the old matches and <laughs> all the new stuff that like comes out every week so we've been just digging our heels into <laughs> WWE and it is so worth the time each episode is like two and a half hours long so you get a lot that just makes it more fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll, we'll never catch up. There's so much history. But, you know, it's fun to watch it, how it's progressing, you know, like, even in the last 10 years with, um, you know, just how women's wrestling was yes. always kind of treated like a sideshow sort of thing. And now it, like, being the main event and, like, a huge, you know, draw for the brand and the company, like, I think it's perfect time to get more queer shit in there and you know show show that side of the wwe because like you were sort of saying like the yeah there's got to be a ton of gay wrestlers that are just like not getting off getting to show that shit off so cool man and we want to see it you know it's the time has come mogi you got a fight ship I have a few because I like when people fight. I like fighting <laughs> movies. I think I've talked oh, yeah. about Rocky and Adrian before. I love them. Um, I ha- I kind of went a couple different directions, but then I said the words good fight out loud, and then I remembered the show, The Good Fight, and a ship from that show that I really like. So that's what I'm going to talk about, even <laughs> though I have like so many backup fight ships, but it's okay. I so, heard this show is very good. It is very good. And insane. It's insane. It's, <laughs> is that the one with Glenn Close? No, that's Damages, which oh. is also insane. This is uh, a spinoff of The Good Wife, um, but which was a uh, Juliana Margulies show about a woman who was married to a politician who um, had a public like sex scandal and then also crime scandal. And so she stood by. And so she stood by him. She was the good wife. 
and then she, but she in her 40s went back she'd been uh, a stay-at-home mom and she goes back to working as a lawyer but that was the original show and then the good fight is a spinoff of that so that character's gone we don't talk about her much okay but the good fight is all set i think it starts in 2016 so it's all set in the um trump era and it's about these like chicago liberal lawyers like essentially having mental Hmm. breakdowns at different rates um relatable they especially yes and like the main character is uh christine baranski who is very much like i think she was it was like written in that she was friends with hillary clinton in the in the original show and so like now this is very much like she's an elite liberal who is moneyed, has like, and is very uh, has all of those things, but like can't believe what's happening. She's like, this isn't supposed to happen. Like, yes, I compromise myself morally all the time, but like, I'm still supposed to be able to like understand and manipulate the system. And now the system is so fucked up and so wild. And now she's like, should I become a social justice warrior? I don't know. And she does a little bit and, mm-hmm. and it gets crazy. Like at some points there's like a secret, they're Ooh. like kind of part of a terrorist organization. <laughs> it's wild. Um, but the characters I want to talk about are Luca and Colin. Uh, Luca is an associate at the firm. That's the center of the show. Um, and because they're a law firm, Part of it is like it's called the good fight. And in theory, they're all fighting for what's right. But in reality, they have clients. So they often have to, you know, defend criminals. Um, Yeah, it's just how it happens. You can't only take on innocent uh, people. Uh, So but she's like she's played by Kush Jumbo. And this is the first time I had ever seen Kush Jumbo anything. Um, She's British, but she plays uh, American in this. But, like, she is just one of those actors who's so charismatic and interesting. Even, like, no matter what she's doing, you're like, you're having a whole secret <laughs> life inside, aren't, aren't you? you? Like, something is exciting. So, like, yeah, like she is. Aren't you're you? like, you're like, I can we just watch a show about you, whatever you're thinking about? That seems very interesting. Um, and that's Luca. Uh, and she is kind of, like, the moral center of the show. And then uh, Colin is a – Colin Morello – is a lawyer um, who works for the U.S. Attorney's Office. And so at first, like, they will have these flirts, but she, they're usually on opposing sides. Mm. Um, and then they kind of, they start, like, flirting more, and he's, like, more obvious in his flirting, where he's like, yeah, no, I'm very interested in you. And she's like, interesting, and then she'll, like, leave. And then they start <laughs> sleeping together, and she's still playing it like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I'm, like, I want to be with, like I'm in love with you like let's do this and she's like yeah no that's interesting but like I really I have a lot of work to do so uh oh my God. <laughs> yes so but it's great wow. and then and I think the actress got pregnant but the character gets pregnant <laughs> and he's like cool uh you want to get married and she's like whoa 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 I'll just admit Whoa. that I like you now. Like, slow your roll. <laughs> um, and then he, and she's a pretty private person, and then he wants to, and partly because his family and stuff, but he runs for political office. So she has to deal with, like, she's trying to run her career. She's trying to be a mom to a baby. She's trying to do all stuff. Plus her, you know, I, I'm calling him baby daddy because they don't, they don't always have a formal relationship, but, like, she has to deal with the attention that you get when your father of your child is a congressman. Mm. So it's yeah. very complicated. But it's it's good stuff. He leaves the show at a certain point, and I don't know. I mean, I get it. You can't stay on a show forever. But I sort of wish it was more like he stayed forever because 
their dynamic is just really cute because at the end of the day they really care about each other whether they want to be married or not or whether they want to live in the same house like Mm -hmm. that's to the side but they do care about each other and they are both try to be really good parents so Mm. why does he leave or is there like uh like what's the reason for the breakup with baby daddy well actually it's kind (laughs) of a cute breakup it's so um she it's when she's so he's moving to D.C. because you have to be in D.C. a lot when you're a congressman. Um, and so she, he's like, uh, you know, the place he gets is for both of them. Mm-hmm. And she's having her baby and she has this conversation with her mom. And her mom's like, well, and she's like, how do I know if I want to get married? And her mom's like, well, you know, you think about it. Who, When you come home at the end of the day, you know, are you going to be happy to see that this person is there? Are you or would you be happier if they were out? Like, are you happy to come home to them? Or are you kind of hoping they're not there so you can be home alone? Oh, God. And she's like, wow, that's heavy shit. So she kind of realizes that she does when she comes home uh-huh. want, not want to see them. But she pulls up to her house with the baby. And he's had to go to D.C. And her two best friends, who are her other lawyer friends, are there. And they get out of the car. And she's like, I'm so glad to see you. And she realizes her support system in Chicago, those are the people that she is happy. She wants them to be there versus be alone. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't necessarily feel that way about Colin. So I guess it doesn't end in like the shippiest way, but it is kind of like... It's affirming that she's making that the is right a cute breakup. I, was expecting, I wasn't yeah. expecting that to be true. <laughs> that is cute. Yeah, like I'm happier when you're gone. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah. Like when you said that, I was like, oh, this well, is I mean, sad. I, they also shoot it. So like the scene you see where you, sure. she's real, you, like we don't have to watch him have to deal with the fact that the mother of his right, child right, right, doesn't right, really right. love him. Like yeah, you don't yeah, actually yeah. have to deal with the painful part. You just see the part where she like, she sees her two best friends and she's like, yes, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I wouldn't rather be alone than be with you. I'm happy you're here. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very sweet. Well, that's it nice. Sweet. So that's going to be my fight. But also shout out. If you've never seen the movie warrior with Joel Egerton and Tom Hardy, do yourself a favor. It's good. <laughs> is that the martial it arts? It is. It's an MMA movie about brothers who have to fight each other in a big fight. <laughs> What's going to happen? It. But they They're do. brothers. Ah! They're blood. They're, They're blood, blood. But they were raised separately. And so they both resent each other. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? It's so good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And they, like, really fight. Like, it's. Yeah. yeah. And, and you I know, MMA is, I don't like, think that's true. You fight to the death, pretty much. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, yeah, you don't know like fighting is. to the death. You fight to disablement. Funeral, it's not like boxing. Funeral. Yeah, is this getting into like dual territory we're talking about here, where uh, someone's gonna die? Oh, yeah, and you have to have a second. <laughs> yeah, because like if you die, if you fall in battle, like someone else has to like protect your estate. So like, yeah, it's just like that. Oh God. Uh, wow. Okay, we'll what, check what's that, that out. One as called? Well. <laughs> Lots of recos from Ryan today. Lots of recos. I always trust your recos, though. Uh, that one is a movie called Warrior warrior and then the image is like two close-up like overlapping images of like brother faces yes and they're yeah Yeah. and tom hardy like like they're like both of them joel egerton plays like a family man who's like you know having a big last hurrah but tom hardy looks like a like he full-on he looks a little if you told me he actually fought mma i'd be like yeah i believe it Uh, like they both sounds like he's really hot in it it's hot but it's also like they're it's I, to me, UFC and MMA fight, it's very like, uh, I don't, it's not very pretty. No, no, It's no, brutal. No. It's gritty. Yeah. 
not pretty, it's gritty. Yeah, it's like, you know, um, hot in a, mm-hmm. a tough, kind of broken down yeah. guy who works at a meat packing, packing totally. plant. Totally. Yeah, and there yeah. is something hot about somebody who goes to work yeah, in you, a meat packing plant, but like while they're packing yeah, you the want meat, them at you're the like, all right, day. I could, let's like <laughs> yeah. take a shower and then let's have an interview. Yeah, hose off that meat. Yeah, yeah no, you, you want them after they're like, I can't fucking take another day of working in this meat packing plant. Oh my God, they're Kelly. all angry. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, dude, and like, oh, and he like throws off his meat apron. (laughs) But I could see if you like went to a wrestling match, like a WWE thing, and you saw it, you could see some. It would be like somebody would. It's like improv. They're like super hot on stage, and then you'd meet them after. You'd be like, oh, you're just like a guy. (laughs) You're you're just like a poor person. Okay, yeah, it's like a hard life, so you're gonna come across a lot of beat face. Yeah, and it's like not like 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 Hollywood beat face where people are like, (laughs) and I don't like to mention this man because he's like like Uh mean to his family, but like the Jeremy Renner effect of Mm -hmm. like you have a beat Mm -hmm, face mm -hmm. for Hollywood. Yes, (laughs) you know what I mean. Like you look like you've been punched in the face, like in a stunt, right? But not. Not like uh, not, real. Not in a bar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like he's tr- like you know, like th- that that type of guy that's been punched in the face in a bar a lot. He's like troubled. <laughs> it's like very good. Yes. Like yes. Jeremy Renner in the town. Yeah. 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 Oh God, the town. Yeah. I hated that movie so much. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't end up well for any of those characters. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I, yeah, I guess there's, like, kids go to that park. Isn't that how it ends? What? There's a... I don't remember. Doesn't the money go to, like, sponsor a child kid's park? <laughs> oh, what the, What happens in that movie is they, like, do a dance competition, and then, like, the money goes to to pay for the community center. Are you thinking of Step Up to the Town? <laughs> <laughs> I think what... I think what might have happened is Kelly went to a double feature of the town and then step up to the town. And like, I thought just, it was the same movie. Yeah, just long, <laughs> long movie. Long movie. And they change long. accents like halfway through. All of a sudden they're Yeah, in and there's like completely different characters halfway through, but that's okay. It's like a place among the pines. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> um, Kelly, do you have a fight ship? Yeah. Do you, do you want me to go? I got, well, like, distracted. you got it. You got oh, okay. it. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> you could do it. Oh, no, I know what it is. It is Huntress from Birds of Prey. Love it. Nice. Everyone! (laughs) (laughs) She is pretty great. She's so so cool. She's, like, really hot and, like, like, but also, like, has that, like, you know, deep down, like, kind of unsure of herself kind of thing, which I like. Mm -hmm. Um. She's such a dork, but she also could kill oh. you. She's such a good fighter. Never tell her she's a dork to her face. No, no, no. no. Then you're gonna get an arrow through your throat. <laughs> um, I, I, I honestly, I could see her in like different. I don't want to say that this is gonna be like a polyamorous relationship with everybody at once. I mm-hmm. think it's like different pairings. Okay. Yeah. And I think that all of them end well. Like, I think everyone's like. Like, the end of it is, like, wow, that was, like, really great. And, like, we're both better people after this. But, like, now I'm going to move on. And these and are all that. other birds of prey? Or you're yeah. saying, okay. Oh, it's not just, like, anyone across the universe? Yeah, I couldn't tell because she is great enough oh, that I mean, if you wanted to ship her with, like, Tom Hardy from Warrior, I'd be like, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> oh, crap. Okay. So, sure. 
I could see like all of her exes to getting together in like a support yeah. group. And that's the thing. It's like not even a support group. It's like a fun memories group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a like, nostalgia group. Yeah. Nostalgia group. And like, cause I think honestly, I think the hottest, like I think her and black canary, I really like. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also like her, her and here's the thing. The one where it gets kind of borderline, like, okay, you know what? You're like a little too much for me is her with Harley. And I think she kind of is like, all right, Harley, like you're more fun as a friend. So I'm just going to kind of <laughs> step back. I don't think she's really enough for Harley. Right. I think Harley needs m- more drama. Harley needs so much drama. Right. Like, yes. And maybe Ooh. it's just because I'm holding out for Poison Ivy to join the mix. Mm-hmm. Yes. But like, yeah. I think OTP. Harley needs more drama. The, Har- the Harley Quinn an- animated show is so good. Watch it. Um, But I... Um, I, I still think like like I think she has fun with Harley, but you're right, Ryan. Like she's like Harley's like I need like Huntress is exciting, but not like dramatic exciting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. drama exciting. Yeah, and uh, you know, at least in the movie, like we see Huntress yeah. like not having a sense of humor about uh yeah. being made fun of. Like they keep going back to making fun of her name, and I feel like Harley would lean and, too hard right. on that. Yeah, and Harley's not like cute joking when she points it out like it's kind of mean mm-hmm. how she points it out <laughs> well and like huntress d- just needs to like have that like she needs to be able to like have fun and like relax a little bit but not like the harley amount you know <laughs> it's too much fun no one should be having the harley amount of fun yes yeah, yeah that's pretty good yes. that's why i feel like she and black canary are the are the best she and Black Canary are really good. I think they maybe last the longest. I think maybe she has a fling with Tom Hardy and Warrior. Okay. But like, <laughs> good. She's like, he's the opposite of Harley where he's like too like down in the dumps all the time. She's like, yeah, that's I, true. like you're so dark. I can't deal oh, with this. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So serious all the time. And he's like complaining about his fights with his brother. <laughs> and she's like, my family's dead. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could wrestle my brother, but he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. What about Huntress and Villanelle? Yeah. Ooh, so much murder. Yeah. But who's going to betray who? <gasps> oh, here's what I think. I think Huntress starts to get a little too dark mm-hmm. when she's with Villanelle. And she like, I think there's like one time where she's like wiping off the blood on her hands uh, after like killing someone that she's like, okay, I'm just like not sure that that person like super deserved to be killed. And like <laughs> Villanelle just like didn't like that they ordered the last ice cream that Villanelle wanted. <laughs> and so she's like, she's like washing her hands yeah. and she's like, oh, I kind of am afraid of the person that I'm becoming being with her. Oh, and they kill, but they have a lot of, of fun mm-hmm. and they have really good sex, <laughs> but kill so much. A lot of people yeah, and 90% like- of the people. Huntress is fine with killing them. Right, like Mafia. What about it's Huntress just... and John yeah. Bernthal, okay. uh, Punisher? Interesting. <laughs> um, he's very hot. He is so very I like hot. That. Technically, yeah. but um, And I think maybe she, I think she thinks that his like rage is a little boring. Oh, okay. oh yeah, sure. You because always hate in other people what you see in yourself. Is a little boring. Right. Yeah. You always hate what you see in John Bernthal, yeah. what you see in yourself. I think between them, like, she would have to be the one to end it because he's, like, one foot in front of the other. I don't think he would break yeah, up. Yeah, I think they get in a big fight and she, mm-hmm. like, at one point she, like, screams at him. She's, like, yeah. she's, like, honestly, like, all you are is your rage, like, <laughs> and your, like, revenge. 
if you take that away, what fucking are you? And he's like, you're saying that to me? <laughs> well, and she's like, yeah, she just Fuck. She walks out of the and room and they, they never up. speak Yeah, again. I think she learns a lot about herself right. when yeah. she doesn't want to be. Right, but I like that. They never see each other yeah, again. Yeah, never again. He does watch out for her sometimes. <laughs> like sometimes yes. she'll be killing people and then all of a sudden an extra person got killed and she'll yeah. be like, wait, I only had so many arrows. Yeah. And then she realizes, oh, it's because Punisher was here. I love and that. And I think maybe... I think maybe like across the carnage, she might glimpse him and they'll like lock eyes no, for a and second. That's and then, but like she won't acknowledge him and he doesn't acknowledge her. No. Ooh, something about that is really hot. Yeah, it oh, is. Totally. Um, like she sees like a little glimmer of a sniper scope uh, across the way yeah. on another rooftop. And like, even though yeah. she doesn't see him, she knows it's John Barenthal. Yeah. Not Frank Castle. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you- <laughs> and then she gets like, she comes home to her. She comes, no. No, she gets home to her apartment and then um, there's like a corpse <laughs> at her doorstep and she's like, Villanelle. <laughs> and it's like a gift for that. her, like a cat leaves a dead bird. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have one, but I think it's just my own personal preferences of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But Which not like, not like Punisher wasn't. Um, <laughs> but I think, and again, he, this character, we see him a lot. We don't know really, we don't know him that well. Uh-huh. But okay. I've, but I've projected onto him. But what about her and Bucky? Okay. <laughs> Post Winter Soldier. Okay. okay. So first of all, this is very much exactly what you like. Your it's like this is like this is like you being like, what if like Huntress was named Ryan Mogi? Yeah, like, it's a self insert for sure, one hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like Bucky Barnes slash Reader. Like, <laughs> but like. Reader, if your whole family was murdered and you're really good at fighting. Oh, right. Yeah, perfect. Right. Um, I do really like it. I think it could be really hot. Um, but it is very much just Ryan. No, good work. R- Ryan, good work. Just That's good work, Ryan. Hot. All right. You deserve a good self insert. It is good. I do like it. I would read it. Uh, so I, I just kind of took the assignment broadly to like the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of uh, after watching that trailer was thinking about like characters that, you know, kind of like fight for like revolutionary causes and, and stuff like that. Um, and it's also I'm, I'm reading the new um, Queen Amidala book, uh, the uh, Queen's Peril, um, which takes place before Phantom Menace and, you know, involves uh, Queen Amidala and all of her handmaidens, just like Queen Shadow did. And I've talked about um, Sabe and uh, Padme on, on, on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I was reading this book yesterday, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, you know who uh, Amidala, who who Padme would really like is Leia." And then I got really sad, <laughs> Patrick, because <laughs> they're never going to meet each other. Oh my god, because they're never um, going to meet but, each other. Like, this is horrible for like two reasons. Oh, and I'm I'm not shipping them in a romantic way. I'm I'm uh, saying that this that is, is really okay. Zen. Yeah, because it's inappropriate. That's right. Yeah, you know how Revenge of the Sith. Patrick ends. doesn't watch the last five minutes of any. I Star only Wars have movie. so much patience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the prequels, I get it. But like, I, I'm. Uh, I, I also read uh, Claudia Gray's uh, Leia novel, which is like kind of digs more into like young Leia being like a, a, a revolutionary and um, like being um, like diplomatic and like actually trying to change things from like within the system mm. and then realizing that like the system is fucked and like having to rebel against it. Um, and like, as I'm digging into more expanded universe uh, Amidala stuff um, that like 
it it seems like such a clear line to me that Leia is um Padme and Anakin's kid. Like she's just got I I, I just for a, a relationship that obviously doesn't yeah. uh, exist at all in any of the canon materials because uh Padme dies giving birth to Leia. Um, like they're just so similar and I just wish that they could spend time together. And it made me just so sad reading, uh, yesterday that like, Aww. she'll never get to see, she'll never get to see Leia. That's so sad. Um, can I pitch something that may like make this happen for you? Sure. Um, so what if we see a forest ghost <gasps> of, Amadala who gets to visit Leia on Dagobah at some point. Well, I was thinking about that, but does do we think Amadala would make it to Force Ghost Town? Uh, maybe she could. Like, I don't know because right. I feel like Leia Sorry. has probably got to hang out with Anakin, right? Like everybody does now, right? And they're like, "Oh, you're not well, so okay." Bad. But also, if uh, <laughs> look, w- w- readings of uh, Rise of Skywalker, notwithstanding, something allows. Um, Kylo Ren to see Han Solo mm-hmm. one more time, right? Oh. And Han Solo is never in tune with the Force, right? So if like Leia projects that image to him or something, yeah. like I think Amidala's Force sensitive yeah, yeah, buddies yeah. could like summon her spirit somehow, right? I could see like Yoda and Ben sort of getting together yeah. to bring her to yeah, Leia. To a living Wait, Leia. to a living Leia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want her to see the ghost while she's alive? What would okay in your Post- perfect world? Return what of the point Jedi of Leia's pre- life would her mom visit? Probably her? even before uh, uh, Ben Solo is born. Oh, but that's like that's right when she needs her mom. Don't you think she wants help with her evil son? I know she needs help with her evil son, but yeah, like, but she really needs help with her evil son. What if it's when he's born? <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's good. She could like be around to meet her grandson and then help out in those first few days, which is important. I mean, even toddler. Yeah, toddlers. <laughs> toddlers are tough when he starts yeah. murdering he, his friends. Like I think, like before he has like a personality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, he never gets much. He's of like one. barely like he's like learning how to like <laughs> say like like apple. Yeah, well, grandma wants to be there for that. <laughs> I kind of would want to read a novel of Leia as a young mother just to like understand because yeah the distance between and I talked about this a couple weeks ago but the distance between Return of the Jedi yeah. and uh, Force Awakens is so crazy for these characters well, and especially that we knew. but like, like that, a lot of they also don't have any of those like support yeah. stru- you know like they don't need her parents there. obviously aren't in the picture her adopted parents aren't in the picture anymore like yeah, yeah what 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 those lives look like. Mm-mm. Oh, geez. Do you think that, mm. like, in a novel, they would introduce mm. Han's parents? I thought he was an orphan. Yeah, but orphans had parents. <laughs> I mean, I guess canonically, he's an orphan. Uh huh. Had at one point. Well, that's why his, his name, yeah. he's alone. <laughs> well, Anakin, you know, only had one parent. And a god. What? Uh, Not the baby Jesus. He only had one parent. And if you are going to come at me and disrespect oh my our God. Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kelly. Fuck. Can you imagine if I all of a sudden became extremely Christian and decided to show fine. this on our show? <laughs> I mean, you know, do whatever you got to do, but warn us. First. I'd be upset yeah, about no, this. I mean, surprise, surprise, extreme Christianity. <laughs> yeah, you got to let us know ahead of time. On me? It would I mean, change I told you guys, the dynamic hey guys. of this show. Oh, two what? relationships. <laughs> hey, guys. Two, two relationships. relationships. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.